In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Thank you, Dan the Dad. Welcome to another visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, Mr. Big Eyes. This is this is this is because I miss JLB. <laughs> no, the the problem is you got to put your eye really close, but off to the side. <laughs> I, I I honestly can't even get that close to my screen. I've got too much desk in between me. Um, but yeah, no J no JLB again <laughs> this week. <sighs> I'm gonna um, shed the polo from. Professional careers <laughs> work. Well, you've also got to switch to your real computer here, right? Or are you going to do it from your phone? Nah, I'm doing it from my phone. Doing it from your phone? What? Comfort what? matters, man. What? Get a comfy chair. Um. Anyways, uh, so if you are new to this show, we um, the premise is really simple. We're going to take turns challenging the other to book some unlikely usually impossible scenario in the world of professional wrestling. Sometimes we do something a little closer to reality, though. Um, and uh, we don't discuss them really in ahead of time because we like it to be um, kind of off the cuff and uh, out there. So um, before we get into the actual fantasy booking segment of this, first of all, if you're joining us on the live screen, thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us later, also thank you. We would love to have you join us on the live stream. We go live with the Fantasy Booking Institute every Tuesday night at 1030 Central. Uh, we go live with the regular wrestling booking unit show every Sunday night at 1030 or after the pay-per-view, whichever comes first. If there's a pay-per-view, right? Um, but so we, we'd love to have you join us. It's on Facebook or YouTube. You can view the stream there. Comment along. You know, have some fun with us there. But uh, before we get into the actual fantasy booking, though, I do like to remind people that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So you can head down to the doobly-doos below and there's a link to tatnusco.com. You can head over there and see the other shows in the network. Uh, we'd love for you to check them out and tell them you sent, uh, we sent you. So, um, But yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into the fantasy booking. Uh, usually open things up to DA Fabe, see if he wants to go first or if he wants to. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. I feel okay. like you put some more thought into yours. I, I, uh, I have had something just uh, hounding on me. Um, that I think it, it does really well with our opener, um, Dan the Dad, being so kind as to uh, to uh, give us that intro. Um, and I don't want to get grounded, so I do watch our podcast. Um, but we've talked recently about how we like Dan the Dad, what organization we'd like to see him be the head of. And so I'd like to have you book how Dan the Dad becomes the leader of the dark order. 
Um, and okay. I mean, it needs to have depth. It, it's not just mm-hmm. going to be the end of the is the dark order. This would be funny. How he comes in, what he does, you know, those types of things. Okay. Sorry. I'm uh, putting up a, a face uh, Twitter poll really quickly because I need people to settle our off air discussion. We're serial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's I am I'm so you're you're saying shredded wheat the big big cubes big big cubes of shredded wheat uh, and I'm saying yellow box Cheerios. Well, for some reason, yeah. We're not saying worst for you. Those are actually probably amongst the best for you. Um, I love that Cracklin Oat brand masquerades as a healthy cereal. And yet tastes delicious and is in fact not a healthy cereal when you look at the ingredients. Yeah. So okay, there we go. So yeah, the poll was up on my Twitter uh, at Ron Order WBU. You can head over there. Uh, we've got three options: regular Cheerios, so that's Yellow Box Cheerios, not the uh, apple cinnamon, not the um, honey nut, honey nut, not even not the, the frosted, frosted, which are essentially just Yellow Box Cheerios with the sugar already sugar added. Order. Yeah, or the plain shredded wheat. Now I'm talking about the brick shredded wheat, the old school stuff. I don't even know if they still make it, but not, not the frosted, frosted mini wheats. Not the cinnamon mini wheats or cinnabun wheats or whatever. The plain shredded wheat. Someone's going to say other and comment comment life, and they're wrong. They are 100% wrong. (laughs) I I bought a box of that the other day, and it was gone in a day. (laughs) Uh, And and here's the deal. It was a special edition. I probably should have saved it because it was probably like going to be a collection. Because it was a special edition with the old Mikey on it. Like... What? Yeah, yeah, and, and the old font and everything. Uh, Mikey, Mikey likes it. Um, but yeah, no life. But that's yeah, and I put other comment below. So, so go there and uh, tell us who who's right. Um, it's me. And and uh, you know, or give your other opinion, right? Uh, if you say grape nuts, you're wrong though. Yeah, grip nuts Fucking are not nice. horrible. They're they're not they're they're no lucky charms. I mean, let's no, be I honest mean, about it. In, but, in in the scheme of like healthy cereals, I'm using the air quotes here on it. Grape nuts are are in the top top tier, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people might not like them, but they they've got better flavor. The only problem, I, like I mentioned before, with grape nuts is portion control because it's way too easy to pour way too big of a bowl of them because they're so tiny. And you pour them in there, and the, 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 you know, the regular portion only puts this much in the bottom of your bowl. And you're like, well, that's not enough. So you pour a bunch more. And and then you're halfway through eating it, or a third of the way through eating it, and you're like, I'm full. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, go in there. You know, yeah, they're not, they're no Count Chocula. Uh, which None is, of them are. You know, the, and this includes, I love <laughs> the God tier. God tier, which which is uh, Reese's Puffs, Count Chocula, both flavors of Pebbles. <laughs> um, I I I currently have two of those on top of my fridge right now, and Count Chocula's. Yeah, I have Count Chocula and Reese's Puffs on my. I I will also say of the monster ones, since it is October, of the monster ones, uh, blue blueberry. Blueberry, like, I understand people who say Frankenberry. 
I do. Is the best. I also understand people say Count Chocula. That would be my choice for the best. But if you were handing out a, uh, boxes of cereal and somebody handed you a box of Booberry and they had the other two, you'd know where you stood. Yeah, boo- Booberry can <laughs> fuck off and choke. I don't know for all I care. <laughs> but I do like me some Frankenberry still. It's just Frankenberry's just Count Chocula. But Count Chocula, like I said, that's God tier. I was yeah. so pissed. Because the problem with those those cereals, I mean, we're going off on a weird tangent for wrestling. Uh, <laughs> the problem with those cereals, I'm looking But it's a damn the dad challenge, so that's yeah. okay. The problem with those cereals uh, is they're really only available once per year. They yes. literally only produce those Halloween time, and then they're done. And last year, I missed my chance for Count Chocula. I missed my chance, and I, I had to go a whole year without my Count Chocula. Um, so I've had three I boxes bought, so far this year. I bought two three-packs, and I'm expecting to sell um, a box of Frankenberry and Booberry in the spring. Kind of like this time of year, you can get six dollars a box for Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the I I I don't bother with the packs because I don't have I don't have a problem with Frankenberry. Like it's it's just not my favorite. I'm for the most part, like when it comes to fruity cereals, uh, I've got I've got two that are god tier, and that's Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles. Those are god tier. Right, and every other fruit cereal is wow down the list. Crunchberries, you're you're putting Crunchberries down that low. Crunchberry goes now. Here, there, there's there's another reason for Crunchberry. Uh, That's and, the roof of your mouth. I get well, it. Well, no, no, it's not the roof <laughs> of my mouth. Um, I I had a traumatic experience with Crunchberry. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, I, I, this I, could be an, this entire show could not be about wrestling if I if I can hear this part. Yeah. So so the traumatic experience with Crunchberry is, um, I have PTSD from this. <laughs> uh, I I uh, my wife had bought Crunchberry. The the oops. This is as an adult. As an adult, you're not a child. Not okay. a child. As an okay. adult. Uh, about the oops all berry crunch berry whatever it's called now you know ju- that's just the the berries not the sure sure not the captain crunch with berries right yeah uh, just the berries um bought bought some of that and uh, i had a day off from work and i ate it for breakfast and i might have ate some for lunch too right might have you're, you're not sure I'm 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 not committing to definitely <laughs> but i'm also not denying it um okay. and and okay. then then middle of the afternoon it was time for business to be done in <laughs> in the restroom um i'm trying to i'm trying to keep this at least relatively um clean uh, clean um, okay go on <laughs> and and i looked down and my poop was green and i'm not talking like greenish <laughs> I'm not talking like brown green or whatever. I'm talking green. Green. <laughs> I'm talking like this green. Like like fucking that shirt green. Bright uh... fucking green. And I freaked and I'm Googling. Um, and so this is forever in my Google search history now. Um, green poop causes. 
Um, and and you know, all sorts of shit comes up when you Google <laughs> shit. Your poop is funny colored, right? I'm like, well, green poop can come from blood in your stool, or it can come from a, and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. And then at the bottom of the list, or it can come from red dye number five or whatever it is. That and then I look at the box of uh, uh, Crunchberry, and sure, enough, that's the dye that they use. So I can't, I can't go back to that anymore. I don't have that problem with any of the other fruity cereals. Something about the 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 ratios of food coloring in Crunchberries. Um, uh, it, I'm literally. I mean, I'm not kidding. It's that shirt color green. Blue frost even do that, that to me. So it's I get that it. bright, vibrant green floating in my toilet, freaking my shit out. <laughs> So that's what knocks it down. Uh, the other ones, like what this was a few months ago, I had tricks and I had uh, uh, Fruit Loops, right? Because um, we got a three-year-old, so we get all the. Oh, who am I kidding? We bought it before the three-year-old came around, um, but now we've got an excuse. <laughs> but Fruit Loops, I had tricks, right? And uh, I, we were almost to the end of the box of tricks. So I poured it in my bowl and I ate it. And I was like, this is okay and everything. And I, I, it wasn't enough for a breakfast. So when I finished that, I poured Fruit Loops into the bowl. And I took one bite out of that. And I was like, holy shit. What was that crap I was eating? It was like <laughs> lightly flavored cardboard compared to this. And I posted <laughs> about it. I said, fruit, fruit Loops are God tier in the... In the fruit flavored cereal, I will not take questions on this. Um, <laughs> so, I, w I, I do want to say on a side note, one tricks actually illustrated to me how old I was once upon a time. So, when we were kids, tricks were round little balls, they are yet again now. Uh -huh. um, they went through the phase of the fruit shape, being the shape of the fruit, yes. Uh -huh. And my niece posted. My niece, who is 16 years younger than me, 18, 18 years younger than me. So young enough to be my daughter, but not my daughter, obviously. Um, and so my niece posted this and said, um, oh, my gosh, maybe now that I'm an adult, tricks are just round balls. But when I was a kid, I remember them being fruit flavored shaped. Maybe that's the trick that tricks are for kids. <laughs> I was like. No, F you. That changed when I was an adult into the other. Yeah. My, Pisses me off. My thing is, they, they say, uh, you know, maybe that's why tricks are for kids, but they're too young to remember the commercials with the rabbit chasing after the trick. So they don't yeah. know the whole joke of silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Yeah, they're not for kids. They're, they're not for they're rabbits. Not for rabbits. They're for kids. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, Dan the Dad. Um, Dan the Dad, as the leader of the Dark Order. As the leader of the Dark Order. I mean... The, potentially telling you what cereal you're supposed to eat so you can be healthy. Yeah. Probably Yellow Box Cheerios because it's crappier. So, so here's another side tangent I have to get on here. Right? <laughs> My entire life, I've been one of those people who didn't really eat breakfast. Like, I'd get up in the morning and I'd go to school or whatever. And then I'd come home, you know, for lunch or whatever. And then I'd eat breakfast or whatever. And I got yelled at repeatedly by nutritionists and, 
and you know parents and teachers oh breakfast is the most important meal of the day it's what you got to eat to it starts your metabolism to get you going and helps keep you healthy and yada 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 uh and now i'm upwards of 40 um and and doctors are telling me you know you gotta watch your weight and all that stuff you should try intermittent fasting do you know what intermittent fasting is don't eat anything before 11 which is what i've been fucking doing my whole life and you yelled at me for but you it's, almost like like... Sci- it's almost like the science changes uh-huh. but you wait until i start eating breakfast because I'm like, fine, I'll start eating breakfast and all of this stuff. And they're like, oh, maybe maybe you should not do that. You know, after we told you for 30 years to do that, just don't. Ah. Uh, so Dan the Dad. Yeah, Dan um, the Dad. <laughs> the, the, the way I would bring him in is literally playing off the, the battle that's going on, that's still going on. Um, uh, as per Colt Cabana, uh, Uno's a dick. Um, directly from Colt. Yeah, we heard him say it out of his mouth, right out of his mouth. Um, his but, mouth to God's ears. Yes, God tear cereals ears. God, yeah, God tears. <laughs> um, so, so I would, I would have them continue to fight for a while. Okay, and 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 really, um. I, I think the, the the payoff for it is, and this is going to sound like a cop-out for me to say it, but literally just have him show up one day while they're fighting and bickering and be just like, hey, 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 hey. None of that, right? If you don't have anything nice to say to each other, right, you just shut your yappers, right? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. And, and then they pretend like he's been there the whole time. <laughs> they just pretend like, like sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. Right. And they don't explain <laughs> where he came from or whatever. <laughs> you know, may, maybe they have him drop something like, "I listen, I thought if I just let you guys alone, you'd work it out yourselves. Right. But nope. It's not working anymore. So here's what we're going to do. Right. We're going to all come together and everybody hug. And then I want everybody to say something nice to the person next to them. <laughs> Straight up, straight up. If I've told you once, I've told you a million times. The first time, <laughs> yeah, the very first time he says yes. it. <laughs> exactly. Now, now that sounds fantastic. Hands. Shake their hands. Say you're shake sorry. Their sportsmanship. Yeah. Sportsmanship. And now, right now, we'll hug. Okay, is everything good now? Okay, now the lawn outside still needs mowing. I thought I put that on the chore list. But somebody needs to go ahead and do it. Angels, angels, it's your turn. (laughs) Alan Angels gets shit on again. Yeah, they all just point to Alan. It's Alan's turn this week. Well, but because that didn't take as long as I'd hoped it would, I thought you were going to have a feud in there and and stuff to lead up to it. So book a feud for him. I mean, yeah, at that point, he's a wrestler, right? You know, and, and I like the idea of just pretending like he's been there the whole time. You know yeah. what I mean? Just he's always been the dad, but now he's, now he's gonna, so so you're gonna start off with him coming out to the ring with them. Um and 
uh, I think it would be really good because he, part of the thing with the Dark Order that they have to contend with is that they were originally a heel group. They were originally the heels. Uh, and then Brody Lee's popularity and then untimely passing forced them into being a face group. They they don't didn't really have a choice in that. Now, correct. Uh, John Silver's BTE persona um, it is so funny. I think they were on their way to it one way or another, but they were forced into it. Now they have to be the face group, right? Yes, but they're still they still have heelish tendencies, and so I think the thing to start off him doing is uh, him being the person who interferes to stop them from cheating on the regular basis. Okay. And he becomes this parental figure stopping them from cheating. Uh, but he also, you know, when he sees someone else start to cheat, uh, heels in the, in the thing, will go over and be like, hey, none of that sportsmanship, okay? We have to be good sports here. And eventually you'll have to have someone who doesn't particularly like being chastised by not their dad. A dad. A dad. A faux dad. Um, and so the, the, the real question is, who do you have do that? And I think I think a really good choice would be a person who already uses uh, uh, a not-dad-friendly word in, in their moniker, the bastard Pac. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And you're like, listen, you know, I I do not think you should be using that word out here. I do not think that's appropriate. And and Pockby is like, well, I don't care what you think is appropriate. I don't uh, give a shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of just uh, offshoot, did you see uh, Seth Rollins had shit on Raw this week? Yeah, they've, they've pushed the envelope. Uh, I, I well, believe... The seven words you can't say on TV are now down to four. If I if well, my calculation, I mean, it, ultimately, uh, the, to to go to the Carlin thing, the seven words you can't say on TV was referred to network TV, which still falls under certain True. guidelines, right? Cable TV True. has a lot looser guidelines, but the the real fun thing with that is actually comes down to Bron Breaker shed said shit on NXT last week. And Seth yes. Rollins tweeted out, oh, so I I guess we can say shit now. Awesome. <laughs> uh, and so immediately, his first appearance on TV after that, because I don't believe he was on SmackDown last week. Maybe he was. So his second appearance. But his first appearance on Raw, at least, uh, he breaks out shit. Because he's like, now that we can say it, I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. Now, AEW's been doing it for yeah. The, uh, well, we actually noted this with AEW. We thought, okay, well, they broke the nine o'clock mark, and uh, it, and it happened because MJF was the first to do it, and it was right after nine o'clock. It was right after nine o'clock Eastern, so eight o'clock our time. Um, that he that he did it. I mean, it was like nine o one, and we were really impressed with their timing to meet the FCC standards. Mm -hmm. um, well, however. There's been times since that they open the shows with the word shit. Yeah. Well, again, the FCC standards do only apply to to broadcast, uh, which 
Funnily to over enough, air. Yeah, over the air, which actually applies to Fox, but not to USA Network or TNT or TBS, because those are cable ones. But Fox is a network channel, um, which might be why uh, Seth Rollins didn't show up and say shit on Fox last week. True. Um, reportedly, for for uh, USA Network, specifically for NXT and now Raw, um, reportedly the edict has come down that specifically NXT is um, going to push the envelope a little bit more now, be a little bit edgier. Um, oh, a... edgier. Edgier. Yeah. I mean, other than doing exactly what they did in the 90s for wrestlers. Well, yeah. No, I mean, edgier in the late 90s, edgy. I mean, effectively, I think what they're trying to do is is NXT 2.0 in many ways is them trying to say, this is Attitude Era 2.0, just in NXT. Um, because they also, that same edict also says that uh, the women, and this is the part that I uh, uh, didn't like when reading. I read this and I was like, oh, God. But that um, women will be more sexualized. Yeah, that the the women will push the boundaries more, both in in costuming and uh, um, on screen personas. Um, Bring Shotzi back to NXT. Uh, Do it right now. I don't know who said that. I was gone for a second. What? I'm trying to find the exact words. Anyways, um, so yeah, have, having Dan the Dad feud with the Bastard Pack would be lots of, lots of fun. That's a, that's a great move, yeah. I really thought you were going to go with MJF. Because of profanity. I, that's that's actually the path I thought you were going to use. Yeah, so uh, to keep uh, that the uh, NXT 2.0 is going to be targeting, that this is their thing, is they think by being edgier, they'll get the 18 to 34 demo. Uh, okay. More aggression and harsher language, and keeping up with current affairs with promos and character verbiage, as well as more leniency on female character gear. And that's per Fightful Select. Uh, Boy, that's so, a really generic statement. Uh -huh. But you have to build the future. And, and we still, to this day, know that sex sells. Might even get you on TV. Yep. Well, that, I mean, ultimately, the, the sad thing with it is there are going to be women who lean into that. To, extremely. Extremely, to, to further their careers. And it probably will work, at least from a standpoint of getting them TV time. You yep. know, uh, would... Eva Marie, would we be talking about Eva Marie in 2021 if she didn't lean into it heavily back in 2013? You know? 15. 15. I think she was around in 13. 15 is when she had her run. But but again, because the women's revolution was 15, and she was around before the women's revolution. Oh, uh, okay. In fact, she was one of the people who got left behind in the women's revolution because she was too much of an example of the old way. Um, 
but then she, they brought her back because obviously, and and here she's had we, some outfits that definitely, I mean, yeah, definitely de-revolutionize women. Yeah, uh, I mean, here's the deal: there's no arguing that Eva Marie is not a very, very attractive woman. There's no arguing that. No. Um, her in-ring skill is what, as wrestling fans, we have the most issue with. Her promo skills aren't great either, but they're not horrible. We've no, I mean, I I think she could be... She could be a decent manager if given a lot of coaching. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the problem was they brought her back here and they... Uh, instead of making her a manager in the truly... Uh, she was a manager who was a performer, but made somebody else perform for her. What was the actual role she took? Eva Marie made her main roster debut on July 1st of 2013. Okay, fair enough. And then uh, her debut of Total Divas in July 2013 as well. Yeah, immediately to Total Divas. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. But, I mean, in the end, like I say, is is there's no arguing that she's not a very, very attractive woman, right? Um, But the problem that we as wrestling fans have is we feel, and I, it seems rightfully so, we feel, that uh, her attractiveness is the reason she got her push and where she is today in wrestling versus wrestlers who are undeniably better wrestlers but maybe not as attractive um or at least not as conventionally we'll use the phrase hot right because i i argue that there's a difference between attractive and right hot is sure it's a different look um and you can be very very attractive and not be hot and you can be hot and actually not super attractive. It's it's kind of a weird look. But like uh, Nikki Cross is not what you would call hot. hot. She's a very good looking girl, woman, but she's not hot. Um, and uh, you know, Nikki Cross. Is Kelly now... Kelly's a good example of hot but not attractive. I mean, if you uh-huh. if you see if you have her on Instagram or anything, you'll look at her and go. Yeah, you're a smoke show and uh, not incredibly attractive by any means. Yeah. And so, and and that's the deal is that so many of those in that 2013 era were pushed like Eva Marie because they were hot, not because they were good wrestlers <laughs> or whatever. Um, sure. And, sure. and fr- frankly, there's, there's a lot of the main roster women who wouldn't have wouldn't have existed in the attitude era times and, and later era because while they're phenomenal wrestlers they're not considered hot like in the grand scheme of things Duke Bailey would have and I think Bailey's very skilled in the ring 
And I think she's a good-looking woman, but... I think she'd have really struggled in the not... In a non-big booty era. In the, in mm-hmm. the late 90s, early 2000s, she'd have struggled because she mm-hmm. she's... She got the badonkadonk, and it's very nice, but... Yeah. So, um... Sa- Sasha Banks is, is another one who... You know, very attractive, but not what I would call hot and would have struggled in some ways, even though she's arguably one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Charlotte has actually transitioned from attractive to hot and not attractive, in my opinion. Uh That's a Um, really good example. And so, you know, and and like Natalia, as good of a... uh, Good of a wrestler as she very is. Very attractive. Well, well she's attractive, but she's not. Flat out, Nia Jax is attractive. Very attractive. Very pretty face. Very pretty woman. Not hot. And probably would not have lasted. She she would have been she would have been a sideshow. Pushed like China. Yep. Yeah, China or uh Luna Bertha Faye, Luna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that, that's what she would have been. She would have been a member of the oddities. Side note: I would also love to see Dan the Dad connecting this to the crime. I would love to see Dan the Dad come out like Anna J headed out to the ring in a oh. in a halter top bra type thing. No, 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 no. You are not you go going put some out in that. Decent you... clothes on, young lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, effectively, he could be kind of a a less obtrusive right to censor sort of a thing. Yeah, just a dad. Mm-hmm. Not not we're gonna own you, but Anna Jay comes out to wrestle, and you just have him set up a a, a table on the ramp uh, where he uh, uh, greets the other wrestler on the way out and uh, casually cleans his gun. that's funny Uh, the other the other wrestler comes out and he kind of gets gets a he could even be creeper dad a little bit if you wanted hey how's it going you look really good tonight you're gonna wrestle great oh my daughter my daughter i'm very proud of her and she comes out no no you're not coming out in those clothes (laughs) so um It's such a wonderful gimmick. I, I hope AEW sees that. Yeah. And you're right. The Dark Order is a perfect place for a dad character. Mm-hmm. Especially right now with their with their fighting. They're in fighting. Yes. You bring Dan the dad in as the... Um, and, le- and let's be honest. He's not going to solve their fighting. No. That's not what I'm He's going here. to detain their fighting. Mm-hmm. Because in, in the end... I don't know very many dads who actually solved the infighting between brothers. You know, they just kept uh, it from being lethal. <laughs> yeah, they 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 reined it in a bit. Maybe um, they they made them do it when he wasn't around. Um, they made him become sneakier about their fighting. Which <laughs> oh really my helped. gosh, that would really play it. Stop it! Stop it! Dad's coming! Dad's coming! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or. Or they're doing some fighting and John Silver gets hurt. So I'm going to tell dad. 
No, 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 here, 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 you can have my ice cream, you can have my ice cream. So I'm also super jealous, before you do your challenge, I'm super jealous that um, Drama King Matt is sticking on GPA in Milwaukee this weekend. I I was disappointed that that Drama King Matt ended up not being on the uh, Zello Pro that we went to. He was originally supposed to be there and then whatever scheduling or whatever he couldn't they didn't work it out uh but i'm happy to see him there and taking on gpa uh will be a ton of fun uh i'm still still anxious for them to upload i don't i don't care if they put it yeah thunderstruck i don't care if they put it on on fight or independent wrestling tv or heck put it up on the youtube channel if you if you just want to get it out there I'm I'm all for it because I want to relive some of those matches. Oh, they were so much fun! They were so much fun. Yeah. And if they do it on YouTube, it's public domain, so we can play it on here and let people see exactly why we fell in love with Dan the Dad. Exactly. Um. But, anyways, um. So yeah, we'll we'll go into mine. So mine is actually, to be perfectly honest, I'm I'm gonna sideline just a hair on on doing mine because mine is slightly related to kind of last week's but more specifically to current events right okay. in professional wrestling um and so so what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna really quickly bring up this is turn off the logo so we can see it. this is all the people chosen in the draft and where they're to in the wwe draft we did our own draft well if i'd have known that i'd have gone to my computer jeepers yeah. Um, okay, but it's gonna be on screen there. Um, and you know, we can kind of talk about it here uh, a bit. Um, but like last, I, I, I kind of just want to do some, some uh, comparing because last week you chose for your number one pick, uh, Becky Lynch, who ended up on Raw, just like you picked. You picked Finn Bauer, who also ended up on Raw. You picked Sasha Banks, who stayed on SmackDown, so that's one where you were off. Tony Storm, who technically stayed on SmackDown. Um, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, there she is on there. Uh, you picked the New Day to Raw, which unfortunately didn't happen. So there's three. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Um, I, I gotta be honest. Yep, there she is on Raw. I couldn't, I think she was one of them picked after, which we talked about on our thing. These after show picks are stupid, difficult. Um, you know, you, you say, oh, if you don't get picked, you you become a free agent. And then uh, people, do they just like, oh, we're going to pick people after hours. So um, you picked uh, Asuka. And da, 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 trying to look to see. Asuka looks like she was one of them that was off limits. Um, and she, yeah, she might have not been available uh yeah she's she's one of the ones that ended up technically a free agent um whether it's because she's out injured or what i don't know but she's technically a free agent so uh there uh you picked carrying cross to raw which i believe uh he stayed on raw but, uh, just gotta look yeah there you so so you were right for carrying cross you picked rk bro which i'm 99 percent certain stayed on raw uh, nah, nah, nah. Doo, doo, 
Yeah, there's Riddle. So, okay. um, and they didn't break him up. Yeah, there's Randy Orton. So, I but they picked him as two separate picks, which uh, you picked Champa, who didn't end up getting picked because so he's staying down in in uh, NXT. You picked Gargano, Family the Way. They're also staying in NXT. You picked Imperium, except for except um, for Austin. Yeah, uh, yeah, Austin Theory did get picked to Raw, so you're correct there. Um, so, uh, but for the most part, you picked Imperium, who stayed down in NXT, you picked Kushida, who stayed in NXT, you picked Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, because you went fairly heavy NXT for a while, and they stayed down there. You picked Roderick Strong, and they stayed down there. You picked Cesaro, and Cesaro stayed on SmackDown. You picked Nakamura, who also stayed on SmackDown. Um, Street Profits came to Raw. Uh, so you're good there. You picked the Bloodline. They stayed on SmackDown. Dewdrop stayed on Raw. Uh, Drew McIntyre went to SmackDown. Uh, AJ and Omos stayed on Raw. Garza and Carrillo went to SmackDown. Raquel Gonzalez stayed down in NXT. Dakota Kai stayed down in NXT. So not counting the NXT picks, you had uh, non-picks out of it that uh, did not go your way. Um okay that uh you know is is actually i mean that still means you probably had about nine that went your way so you're about 50 percent there i don't think i did quite as well um but again we weren't trying to predict we were we were drafting where we would do yeah that's that's yes. an important thing these weren't predictions these were drafting where we would but i picked seth rollins to smackdown and that didn't happen i picked kevin owens to smackdown that didn't happen I picked Keith Lee to SmackDown. Did not happen. Uh, I did pick Shayna Baszler. That happened. Uh, so that's one correct for me. I have the Hurt Business, which did not happen. I picked Alexa Bliss, which did not happen. I picked Io Shirai. She's staying down in NXT. I picked Frankie Monet, who's also staying down in NXT. I picked MSK, who's staying down in NXT. I picked Legato Del Fantasma, which is staying down in NXT. I picked Ricochet, who did come over to SmackDown. Um, I picked uh, uh, Dijakovic because I'm not calling him T-Boz um, if I'm drafting him, but I believe he is staying on Raw. Got to find him just to make sure, but I believe. No, they broke them up. And that's... Yep, t bar. Yep, so he's staying on Raw, so that's fine. I picked John Morrison, and Morrison is staying on Raw. I picked Chad Gable, who is uh, who is going to Raw, so missed that. I picked Liv Morgan, who is going to Raw, so I missed that. I picked Tegan Knox, who is going to Raw, so I missed that. I picked Bianca Belair, who is going to Raw, so I missed that. Uh, I picked the Viking Raiders, who are, I believe, staying on Raw, but let me look to make sure, because... Uh, Eric and I were both on SmackDown. Are they on SmackDown? I'm, I'm trying yep. to look on this. Left column on SmackDown. Bottom is Ivar. 
Up oh, yep, there's uh, Ivar. Fourth one from the top is Eric. Or fourth yep. one from the bottom is so Eric. so I was correct on that one. So that makes three. I picked Braun Breaker because I figured they'd pull the trigger on him, and instead they pulled the trigger on Ridge Holland to to come up. So you know I I chose a NXT person, but it wasn't the right one. I picked Hit Row, and there's uh they did come up to SmackDown, I believe. Come yeah, that, was, yep. that was probably the best faction. Uh-huh. Uh, I picked Lorcan and Birch, who didn't come up. I picked Cameron Grimes, who didn't come up. Sami Zayn, who stayed on SmackDown. Apollo Crews went to Raw. Drake Maverick went to Raw. So I only got five correct. So in terms of our predictions... Uh, You're you about to say I'm more like Vince than you are. I'm going to beat you. You you were more accurate in your prediction. And if we view them as predictions, which, they, again, they weren't. They were us doing what we would have done, right? So, um, but the important thing is that does leave a handful of undrafted. Um, there are a couple people who were undrafted because of injury, um, or other reasons, right? Um, but there are some that, you know, still kind of stand out as, I don't know why they didn't just pick a show for them. Uh, so the full list, uh, at least according to WrestleTalk.com, the full list of everyone who went undrafted, uh, who can choose wherever they want to go, is Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Oscar, Elias, or whatever they're going to call him now that Elias is dead. Uh, Eva Marie, Lacey Evan, who's out because she's having a baby, uh, or maybe had the baby. I guess I hadn't heard yet. Uh, Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado, Slapjack, aka Shane Thorne, Titus O'Neil, Bailey, who's out injured. And Maurice, who's still technically on the active roster, um, even though she uh, uh, hasn't wrestled in like three years now. And well, then Miz didn't move either, did he? He's he's a free Miz agent. Miz stayed on Raw. He got drafted by oh, Raw. I don't even see him there. Oh, there third, he is, third the third Miz. Miz. Yep. The Miz, yeah, not the, just Miz. The Miz. The Miz. Um, some the interesting things that came up uh, is they broke up every women's tag team except the current women's tag title holder. So there's no women's tag team currently left on main roster. Tamina went to Raw and Natalia went to SmackDown. Uh, uh, um trying to remember of the other words oh um who was the one that was with uh trying to remember well, they'd uh, already Carm- broken up dana broken many rows yeah, because they put many rows down but um there was another one anyways it doesn't matter um <clears throat> but so they broke up all the women's tag teams so then and they broke up a couple factions um most specifically t boss went to or stayed on raw but mace went to smackdown um so they broke up the remaining retribution and, and my only hope is that they allow 
T-Bar to now be Dijakovic. Dijakovic, or at least be out of that gimmick and come up with a new gimmick. If they want to keep that name, whatever, fine. But let them be something else. Anyways, um, but they also broke one of the uh, Indian... Um, they weren't into share anymore because they left one of them down in NXT when they came yep, up. But Veer and but, Shanky. Yeah, Veer isn't still on Raw, but Shanky and... Um, uh, what's his name? I'm totally blanking on it right now. You're, you're referring to Jinder Mahal? Yeah, Jinder. I'm blanking on his name. I wish I could forget him, but um, he's still Stop. There. He just got uh, pushed but... too fast. He wasn't, he wasn't the worst world champion we've ever had. He really wasn't. But anyways, Shanky and Jura are now on SmackDown. <laughs> uh... So, so they just kind of broke that team up for no real reason. Just like, yeah, we'll just break them up. Yep, makes sense. Well, and so they moved Angel and Umberto, but not together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not together, but they're both to the same brand. Yes. So yes. Um, you know, I'm. I'm frustrated because they started this feud with with uh, Shayna Baszler. They started this run, and then they move her to SmackDown, where I won't get to see how they turn this run from now on. Um, but overall, I'm frustrated because YouTube worked out their deal with NBC, so I can still watch Raw. Yeah. Actually, Raw wasn't bad this week. Raw, Raw actually wasn't bad this week. It, I mean, we're. It wasn't Barring great. the Goldberg segment. I mean, the Goldberg segment sucked. It wasn't no. great, but it wasn't bad. So it was definitely above average. Um, for I'm excited, what it's been lately. I'm excited for Finn Balor to be back on Raw, although I just worry that this is like them saying, oh, we used you and threw you away from SmackDown. So now, I mean, because let's, let's be honest, the, the, the demon mick is kind of dead now. Like... It has to be. It has to be, you know. The whole point of it was he was undefeated as the demon. And... The density of, of Finn Balor when he's the demon, he, he goes from 185 pounds to the same frame and 6.3 million pounds. That's why the br- buckle broke. Yeah. That's it. That's the explanation. The, the um, weight of the whole demonic force. I don't know. That was so dumb. I don't want to beat that horse. I've already yeah. beat that horse. I don't need to continue to. Stop that. Okay, so what are you doing? What are we doing? So, anyways, for my challenge, it's like I said, kind of related to that, sort of related to that, um, sort of related to last week's, just in general. We are doing another draft. Um we're just not, I don't know if we're going to go all the way up to 25. I think we might stop at 20 just because I don't want this to go on as long as last week's anyway. Um, but so for this draft, we are now doing a true multi-brand draft. One of us is going to be drafting for AEW. One of us is going to be drafting for Impact. The pool of drafts is anyone not currently signed to WWE. 
So anyone who's currently on AEW is open game for either of these. Anyone currently on and on Impact Wrestling or MLW or New Japan or whatever, fair game for this choice, right? Okay. The only ones that are off limits are Raw, SmackDown, WWE. NXT, NXT UK. Okay. Right. Um, you have the choice whether you want to do uh, Impact or AEW. And we will take turns. I, I don't think it matters what product line we have if the, if the pool is just open. The pool is open, but I still, you know, it matters to you because you're going to be the one who's like, hey, I'll be in these feuds. Maybe someday in the future. I don't know. Okay. I mean, uh, here's, well. here's, here's where here's where it matters. They do have a very different booking style, and I'm not. Okay, saying so I have to make them fit their booking style. Not really fit fit, but you know, I mean, AEW still has a, a lot more realistic of a of a concept behind it, whereas Impact Wrestling is a little bit more free on things. Like they've got uh, 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 Sue Young, who's a demon bride, who sometimes goes down to hell. Or undead afterlife, those sorts of things still fit in there where they okay. don't fit in AEW. That's all I'm saying. Correct. Correct. But, okay. Um, I, I don't care. You can pick which one you want to be. That's, that's not the rules. The rules are you pick. Well, I'd like to have the versatility of impact then because then it okay. works either way. So, so you will be impact. So it doesn't ruin it if I do, you know, Bray Wyatt. That is not my first pick, by the way. So, first pick. First pick, Kenny Omega. Very excellent. I mean, that was that was a no-brainer. Um, for me, first pick, um. I'm trying to decide who I'm going to make my franchise player. Um, I'm going to go with Adam Cole. God damn it. <laughs> he was literally my number two. Um, all right. Second pick. I am I am going to go with the Good Brothers. I'm going to leave them as a tag team on my brand. Boy, I feel like the Elite is just going to get separated out right here. <laughs> right here, right now. Let's um, just get it over with. It's, it's not because as much as I think the, the Young Bucks are probably arguably one of the best tag teams in the world, um, they're not my favorite. And... That sometimes they get a little—I don't want to say a little too spot monkeyish. It's—it's it's the super kicks when they go into their like wild super kick. We're gonna super kick everyone modes. Sure, I, I go a little bit. Um, and I know that's gonna sound silly when I say uh, my my tag team pick for my number two pick, um, because some people would argue that they do similar. Um, but I am going to choose the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I was I was there with you. Um, I just think that the Good Brothers have have the ability to roll with the Impact gimmick better. Mm -hmm. um, number three is FTR. 
Um, I could have dick-faced it out and just been like, the elite. But that's wrong. That's just wrong to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would have gone I there, say too. Jurassic, I just missed I Jurassic. There's only one R. I C E X P R E S S. There's two S's in Jurassic, though. Well, I thought there were, and then I put two S's and it didn't look right. And then I was like, um. Now, the real question is when you get out of it, does it turn, have the little red underline? Nope. No, it's Jurassic. not. I am 900% certain that's not correct, but we will move on. We'll move forward, yeah. Um, number th- four. I'm not going to take the pinnacle as a group because I don't think that's the right move, but I am going to take the initiation of the pinnacle with Wordlow and, and MJF. I, I feel like... We have yet to see Wardlow on his own, so I feel like he's a piece of MJF. Okay, is that a, is that a fair statement? So, so you're saying Pinnacle, or J- just MJF just... and Wardlow? Okay. Here's the deal: Wardlow does not have a career without MJF. To this point, does that make sense? Certainly, yeah. And and I think that's I mean. The, that's that's fair to say that Jurassic Express obviously includes Marco Stunt, even though mm-hmm. we haven't really seen Marco Stunt wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> we did on Dark this week. Holy. On dark. Well, yeah, we don't see him on, I think, but holy. In fact, it, it was with Wardlow. I, I, I think I sent the he got to the thrown. Group. Yeah, yeah, he got he thrown, got thrown like, like 15 feet in the air and then <sighs> caught in power slam by Wardlow. And holy shit. Mikey, <laughs> um, oh, that was it was fun to watch. Right? Think, think of Christian and Tomko at one point. You know, on, like, uh, Tomko doesn't exist without Christian. On uh, uh, <laughs> online, I think I think it was uh, Sammy Guevara uh, tweeted at uh, Marco Sons. Hey, are you good? And Marco Sons replied, "Yeah, I don't really remember anything. Have I wrestled yet?" <laughs> That's, that's pretty yeah, legit. No, you took a flight and crashed. Um, uh, speaking of Sammy Guevara, that's a smart move. Sammy Guevara. Now, the the say I do want to ask: Does L or does uh, does F- 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 um, the fire? I can't remember his name. Fuego. Uh, Fuego. There we go. Is he I, a piece of Sammy Guevara because he doesn't exist without him? That's why. No, um, Sammy. Here's the deal. I I could have um, used like Vlog Crew, which is technically their backstage name for Fuego and all that stuff. But here's the deal. In reality, while yeah, Fuego and Sammy Guevara are tied together fairly well on on Dynamite. Um, when you go with Dark and all of that stuff, Fuego actually had a long thing with Cody leading to okay. him him getting signed so he's as tied to cody um, okay but 
I'm, that, I'm keeping him separate. Wardlow's the only one I really feel like I had to do that with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just... And, they, and, they and here's the deal. In, in fairness, there's a really good chance Fuego is going to be a um, free agent. A free agent at the end of <laughs> yeah. this, one way or another. And and here, I think Fuego understands his role right now very well. His role is to be that kind of second fiddle, effectively jobber, you know, come out and fire up the crowd and all of that stuff. He understands that it's going to be a while before. Yeah, it's a serious run. Anyway, second pick from. Uh, actual impact roster is going to be, um, never mind. Hold on. We're going to hit timeout on that. One Will Ospreay is going to come to my product line because I need Will Ospreay. Oh, very. And, and you may, answer. you may absolutely fuck me over by, by me opening the door. No, I, I, I was very specific when I said New Japan and all that stuff all count. Um, they, there are people on the New Japan roster that I want there, but as of right now, for my next pick, it's not going to be New Japan. So you might get a get a run and be able to take some of the people that you really want. Um, but for mine, I I feel like now is the time that we have to, uh, that I have to, uh, hit the women's roster a bit. So I okay. am hitting, um. Karushida. I, I probably should have gone with Britt Baker first because she I is feel, a champion. I feel like there's a lot of openings in that women's roster, though, because of the amount that we have available. Mm-hmm. Um, women's wrestling is, is there again, there was a short time for just pure dominance by WWE. Um, but it is really open under the top eight, top mm-hmm. twelve. Like there's 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 Britt Bakers and there's the Hikaru Shidas and there's the and then there's a whole bunch of women on the on the WWE roster. Um, there's the Deanna Perrazzos, um, there's the Chelsea Greens, the Jordan Graces, um, all of that. Um, I am going to go back to the impact roster real quick, just to make sure that I do keep the women's rosters held safe. I am going to say Jordan grace. That she was going to be early for you. I'm sure (laughs) if, if here's the, if you hadn't taken her there, she was going to be my next, my next pick. Um, Um, try to decide if I want to do. Yeah, let's flesh out the. Uh, flesh out the women the a little bit more here. Um, uh, I, I feel like I'm at significant risk if I don't do this now, and I'm gonna say moose. Excellent choice there. Um. Oh, you want Brandon Cutler? You know you do. No, there, <laughs> there is a wrestler currently signed to Impact that I I think I want to pick with one of my choices. I just don't think I want to be this high. <laughs> so, uh, but you said Moose, and I was like, do I do I just want to go with it and and 
and lock them up. But I'm like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're going to be super high on your list either. So, um, I will wait for a little bit there. Um, Zuchka Okada, you son of a bitch. I wanted to stay in, in New Japan a little longer, and then I was like, well, I gotta get a woman here that, that will push the well, that, envelope. That I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain a bit on my thought process. Um when you said Will Ospreay and you then said you might fuck me over on this. Um No, I thought you were gonna fuck me over on Moose and I managed to push yeah. it down two more spots. But uh but I I, I tried to play some mind games by going to Tarashita hoping that you would then go with whoever your next the person and did. you thought and then you did Chelsea Green. Um well no but in instead uh that pushed you onto the women. I was hoping you would pick either Moose or Kazushka Kata or whoever in and then I could have gotten Jordan Grace. That was my hope was was by saying oh I'm not gonna go after the person you wanted that you'd be like oh I'm gonna jump on that person. But instead, I put the women in your mind, so it backfired on you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, it did a little bit, did a little bit, but you also managed to keep me off of Kazuchika Okada. So, yeah, so. all right. Um, um, the inspirations. Um, we're gonna hit the. Switchblade right now. Get that going. Going straight to ROH, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, he's technically uh, New Japan still. Oh, is he? In fact, he's one of their, he's their open weight holder. Anyway, doesn't matter. Is it sad that I have no interest in Magnus? I'm sorry, uh, Nick, Nick Aldis. Aldis. It's, it's not... It's it's tough. I mean, he's, he's a great like twentieth pick or twenty second yeah. pick, but he, he just yeah. he's not. It, yeah, he he definitely has a, a potential place on this list, but he's not top ten for me. No, right now. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, I do need to head back to the. Uh... Britt Baker. Sorry. Um, sorry, I was going to do something and then I... Um, I'm pulling something up to help me on my list here. Cheater. Top of head. That's it. Top of head. Nope. Um, da, 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 da. 
Yeah. That's right, I just farted. <laughs> I'm gonna do it from now. What are you doing? Gresham. Really, Jonathan Gresham. In in terms of pure wrestling, he might be one of the best out there. I understand. I don't I don't I don't fault you for it. I just I didn't expect him to be as high on the list. Well, I mean, considering he was uh, number 20 on the PWI 500. Yeah, you boosted him two spots. No, <laughs> moving forward. Sorry. I'm just well, but also keeping in mind that number two, three, four, um, eight. Those are ones um, off limits. 12, 13, and 16 are all WWE people. Um, now, yeah, the PWI 500 doesn't have women in it, so this is the men's list. Okay. But, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ichiro Suzuki was Kenny Omega's tag partner, correct? Is that who I'm thinking of? Um, no, you're, what you're thinking is Kota Ibushi. That's who, yeah, that's the one I wanted. It's Kota Ibushi. He, he, was, I, he was my debate there, because he is number five on the PWO 500 this year. So, um, and that's where my debate was. Do I, do I reach for Gresham? I'm, I'm going to guess one and, one and two are Omega and Osprey. Uh, no. Osprey is number seven. Ooh, um, defending champ goes down. Last year's number one. Um, let's just say that the top three are all the biggest heels in two companies. So Omega, Adam Cole, and Seth Rollins? No. Because right now, Seth Rollins, I don't think, would count as one of the biggest heels. Uh, uh, the biggest heel right now in WWE is Roman Reigns, who has numerous yes. deaths, right? And probably the second biggest heel right now in WWE is Bobby Lashley, who is number three. Really? They had on PWI, they had him three, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, Drew McIntyre was number four. Like I said, Kenny Omega was number one. Uh, Kotobushi five, John Moxley six, Will Osprey seven, Finn Balor eight, uh, Shingo Takagi nine, and Rich Swan number ten. That was kind of the surprising one for me. Yeah. One, anyways, um, trying to decide. Um, that's right. 
they no longer on PWI separate them by uh, men or women. Um, this is going to be my first kind of out of left field. Any luck, huh? Yeah. Um, there's there's something to be said for needing star power, and so I'm going to make sure that I have some star power. I do not consider this person to be one of the best in the world right now, um, though his moniker says he is. Um, so I'm going to go with CM Punk. I need to draw fans, obviously. Definitely a good choice. I mean, here's the deal. is He sold out a 20,000-seat arena on the rumor that he was going to be there. Correct. The correct rumor, but still the rumor. So correct. Um, that's he's definitely got uh, marketing. Um, I am going to probably take your. Uh, take your lead, and I don't think he. Um, I don't think he's got the needle moving that a CM Punk does, but Brian Danielson. Uh, he still moves the needle. Still moves. The, I mean, he was going to be my next pick if you didn't take him. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that was really my thinking here, to be perfectly honest. I was like, uh, I got to stop him. <laughs> got to lock him up because if I don't get, I don't take him now, he's not going to be around at pick 12. So. Well, I mean, and this is it was the same move you made with Adam Cole. I mean, mm-hmm. dude just took the best wrestler in the world, and now I have to um, mm-hmm. compete with that. Um, okay, now we're getting to the nitty gritty, and, and I've got to have women. Um, I am going to go to ROH, um, and I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take someone who's maybe a little bit past her prime but has some star power to her, and I'm going to go with Angelina Love. Um, also also exceptional staying, heel work. I'm also staying um, women. I grab Chris Statlander here. Not, not a bad move. Not a bad move at all. I, uh, my thoughts are, like, here... I've got four really solid women to to kind of head up my division. Correct. If I pick more down the road, it's it's um to use a phrase from from down in New Orleans, it's a little bit of lanyap. It's a little bit of something else, a little extra. Uh, yeah. but for now, I I've got my my four pillars of the women's division. Um especially Chelsea Green and Laney Luck both play excellent heels or faces, but heels are great. Um, and Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida can be faces. Anyway, number 13 for you. Um, I'm going to go with somebody who's lighting up the internet and, and really producing a future in professional wrestling. Um, who's been in the wrestling in, in who was, who understood the power of the internet before the internet was a big deal. Um, and Matt Cardona is going to be on my brand. Though I do not consider him a top fifty wrestler, boy, um, can he know. create some draw? <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, CM Punk versus Matt Cardona. CM Punk running the promos. Matt Cardona just lighting him up on the internet, on Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some pop there. Definitely. Um, so I am going to go ahead and hit Red and Powerful, aka Santana. Good, good tag, good tag choice. Um, I I have to get that fourth pillar of the women's division, and I think it would be foolish of me not to keep the women's champion from Impact, um, Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah, but too many hours, but it's okay. Um, Perrazzo. <laughs> Um, ah, that was coming soon for me, so good move. Yeah. I, here, here's the I'm I'm kind of doing the same thing you did with Matt Cardona. I I, I love Darby Allen. I'm, uh, but it really this pick is more about um he brings draw he, yeah draw power is really what he is. Um, yep, that's a fair move. Um, Speaking of draw power, um, though I'm not taking them as a full faction because I didn't think that was right, I am going to take another women's tag. So I do have a women's tag division. Um, so I am going to get the remainder of the beautiful people, Madison Rain and Velvet Sky, as um, a reunited beautiful people. And I know they're not currently tagging. I know that Velvet's currently tagging with Angelina, but... It's all good. Um, Excellent move. My God, how did I miss that? I I was holding my breath that entire pick because I'm telling you, when I chose Darby Allen, my I, I was going back and forth. Do I choose Orange Cassidy or Darby Allen? Orange Cassidy or Darby Allen? Because my worry is I took one of them that you would immediately go, oh, I got to take the other one. Uh no. And so I was hold, holding my my breath that entire time, um, uh, but I ended up choosing Darby Allen because he's number fourteen on the PWI two, uh, five hundred, and Orange Cassidy is twenty one. So I was like, uh, maybe hit Darby Allen first. Anyways, we might go all twenty five on this because I'm having fun, and I think you are too. So yeah. Um... I am going to increase my indie cred with the probably best known for his indie roles guy, a guy who just recently really 
decided to stay with a major promotion longer term than we usually have, and that's Boom Boom Cold Cabana. It's a good pick. I mean, this is one of those things where um, we we're playing the the, the nice guy here because one of us easily could have just said, "I'm going to fill my roster by choosing Dark Order." Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that... and, I, and I didn't want to do that. Uh, yeah. When I did MJF and Wardlow, I gave a reason why, I, and and I didn't just say the pinnacle. Yeah. Um... Same with with uh, you know Lucha Bros. You didn't take Pac with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you 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 didn't just bring up a name that I hadn't just looked at. Um... I just realized I said it out loud, though. Yeah. I, I, it's okay. I, like I said, I was already debating on Pac. I was just trying to decide whether I wanted to do someone else first. I don't yeah. know that he has the draw in the ring. He's great, but he's the one that guy he has the draw. Yeah. So. Um, I am going to go with draw one more time. Um, the former TNT champion in Miro. There's someone I was going to choose, and now I can't remember. This is me cheating just a bit. TJ? Um, yeah. That's uh, Ty Conti and Anna J. Oh, they okay. Wrestle as a team. And that's me uh, exploiting that to get two. Yeah, two. Mostly, two I think Anna J easily could have ended up being a free agent. I, I don't necessarily know if she would have been on your list with all the other out there. Uh, Ty yeah. Conti might have been. Um, and I figure if I can do this, I'll get them both. Why not? Yeah. Anyway. Um, as much as I wanted to start to stray away from star power, there is a free agent who has lots of rumors flying around around him. Um, that is absolutely foolish not to take uh, in your top 20. Um, and so I'm going to say one Wyndham Rotunda. You can call him Bray Wyatt if you want. Even if he's just creating the gimmicks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I got to be honest with you. Pretty sure there's an H in there, but it doesn't look right, but I'm going to leave it there. It might not be. I don't know. Um, for me to... Good move. 
a guy who's been kind of on the back burner for mm-hmm. a minute or two. To, to be perfectly honest, probably the biggest reason he fell down this far is just the fact that he hasn't he's not in the front of our minds. Right. Correct. He Correct. he likely would have been up there before Jonathan Gresham for me. Um if if he'd been on Dynamite last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um Well, I think it's high time that we talked um, talked uh, about making sure that the tag team division is the best in the in the world, um, and so we're going to go with the Young Bucks. It's going to seem really weird for me to follow up the Young Bucks with this uh, this team. But um, I'm gonna do it anyways. It's really weird to follow the Young Bucks with John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Oh my gosh. Um, it is really weird. But the thing is, I, I see a lot of potential. As, frankly, in the end, I see Silver probably out. I mean, this is not, not dogging Alex Reynolds at all. But I think Alex Reynolds is the Marty Jannetty of that group. Um, and going to end up being the Marty Jannetty of that group. But you know, if you have a chance to take the new rockers, you take the new rockers. Um, <laughs> even if it's just for HBK. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but again, it did it did seem really weird to follow the Young Bucks with Silver and Reynolds. Um, I'm going to take the best team weird. in the league. I'm going to take um, <laughs> these two yahoos. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to take not all of Team Taz, but I am going to take Hobbs and, uh, oh, crap. Stark. Thank you, Ricky Starks. All my brain is going is Hobbs. As soon as you say Hobbs, what do you think? You think Shaw. And you're like, gosh, dang it, that's not his name. I think Calvin, to be perfectly honest. Hobbs and Calvin, right? <laughs> um, Mostly because the third member of Team Taz is a waste of my time. Hook. I think I better pull the trigger on this while I'm thinking. That's a good move. Rhodus. I've seen In honor of JLB, up, you could have put it put it Rhodes, Rose. Or Rose. Um, it, here's the deal: it's, Cody Rhodes is getting a lot of uh, flack um, online, and it might be deserved or whatever. But there's there's really no desire that 
denying that he is in terms of draw power and in terms of performance one of the best and you definitely want on your team i think yeah so um i think if we want to talk draw power then and and um and a longer term upside i'm gonna go with john moxley Let me rephrase, rephrase that. John, John Moxley. Moxley. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's definitely a good choice. Um, this is going to be one of those things that easily we could get the rile of the entire internet wrestling community because they're like, I can't believe you didn't take blah blah Tanahashi. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> didn't fit my vision or I forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We had 25 picks and there's 500 wrestlers on the PWI 500. Some people are going to get left out. Well, um, and, and and we're not just picking for CM Punk would not be on that PWI list, you know. Um, we're we're building a roster, yeah. meaning we have to have draw. We have to have reasons for people to come. Um, if 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 somebody were to put Sting on that on their list, they can't really be faulted for putting Sting on their list, yeah. you know. Um, there's a draw to Sting. Yeah. Is he a PWI 500 today? No, he's 61 years old. Um, I tell you who I'm gonna pick. Who is a PWI 500? Um, cannot blame you in the least. Cannot blame you in the least. Uh, Again, I, it it boggles my. It absolutely boggles my mind that he's not signed to one of the rosters. Uh, yeah. He's num- number 97 on the PWI 500. Uh, he's surrounded by um, a person on one side who wrestles for MLW and a person on the other side who is part of the best friends on AEW right now. Not the <laughs> main ones, but Wheeler <laughs> Utah um, is number 96, right? Uh, you know, these are fucking... I, it just blows my mind that I don't know. Anyway. Very oh, special thank you yeah. for the guy I for, for the guys I forgot to get. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with best friends. That's my little uh, vengeance for you taking Pac. That's fine. Um. Zack Saber Jr. Not a bad choice at all. There's a part of me that really wants to go to AAA, and I just don't have any of them popping in my head right now. So I, I'm 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 gonna avoid it. I'm gonna. So a lot of what I've done is is very very similar to what um, AEW did when they started out. They they really wanted that star power, even though it wasn't necessarily. Um, the best wrestlers they could get. Um, 
this is why you know Billy Gunn was there. This is why um, Tommy Dreamer was in that first battle royal. There, this is why a lot of that stuff happened. Um, was to get star power. It's also why my next pick was their first champion, um, because it just made sense to get that star power and have Jericho on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you do not have anybody else in the world who has that who's who can walk out to their own theme and have the fans sing it a hundred percent. Yeah, no, um, the, he, he definitely. Um, when I chose Zack Saber Jr., I I knew I was probably giving up on Jericho. Um, well, I, he would have gone where Best Friends was had you not said Best Friends when you did. So um, I, I I I need viewership now, and I need guys like the Young Bucks to carry the next ten years, and then I need in the long run, some, some young people, but I feel like the free agency setup that we have right now, um, you have bastardized a little bit of it with guys like Darby Allen and Adam page and whatnot. Um, but the free agency setup is, is still there to get the GPAs of the world to get, Uh I would have said Jonathan Gresham's, but no, somebody has to go and take him too. Um, my pick, Really? Yeah. I here's the deal is I I 23 is probably higher than I should have gone with him, but he's one of those that um his work since leaving WWE um has been oh, top but tier. before leaving WWE or before joining WWE was great. Yeah. But but has been like and and he's been doing it mostly on his own without a full-time contract anywhere. Like he just did the free the narrative um two three i can't remember if it was the third one or not um and uh and put over another wrestler um and he was able to sell the pay-per-view all by himself with no major network backing no no major promotion backing it so which i is important to point out that the original all-in did have a major promotion backing it. It was Ring of Honor that backed the original All In that led to All Elite yeah. Wrestling. Um, but EC3 was able to put one together as a pay per view match without doing any of that. Now it wasn't as big and it didn't have a 10,000 seat arena and yeah, yada yada yada. Well, the but, bet wasn't to have a 10,000 seat arena, but so. but it yeah, it wasn't about it, it's it was about telling a better storyline. That's his whole thing on this. is you know, I want to tell a better storyline. I want to free the narrative. I want people to be able to tell the storyline they want and show off what they can do. Um, and I really think he's he's at another level now. And I wanted to definitely have him on my roster. So, so um, I'm going to do a couple of relative unknowns. I do not remember what their tag name was uh, as a team, um, but we have... Spoke about it since seeing the Zello Pro show that the boys out of Kansas City, SKB, and uh, if I could remember his name. Um, I had him, I actually added him on Insta just the other day because of this. Um, I just got to go. But I, I truly, having watched them, I'm not joking. They're healed, and they lost their match, 
So don't think that this is just about somebody winning. Their heel work was really freaking good. Really freaking good. Campbell Myers. Campbell Myers, that's what it was. They call themselves now the premier. Hey, well, then put them in as the premier, and people might go look them up because that is a tag team that I I, I truly believe if they are not signed soon, mm-hmm. um, somebody's missing out. Yep. We yep. think Dan the Dad should be should be signed because of his gimmick, Warhorse and the Premier. Those guys. They should be signed because their performance. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Luck should be signed because of her performance. Yeah. And her um, gimmick. God, she's just a bitch. <laughs> it's great. Me also. Uh, living by the sword. I, I cannot blame you for that. Um, yeah. They're a little old to be the future of wrestling, but I cannot blame mm-hmm. you for that. Um, last but not least, I, I feel as though this is an insult that it took this long to put this person on here. Um, it it kind of breaks my heart that it made it this far, um, but I, I knew I'd get one or the other, and so I'm going to take Chris Bay. He was on my list. Uh, um, Both of us had to start going for draw power because the value of draw power to any roster you build. Yeah, and the, and, the, and I, here's the deal: um, my final pick is going to be one that uh, is not like a huge draw power. I think, but I think he should be uh, Cobb. Um, really. I, I really think if if he'd chose to stay on AEW, he'd be he'd be one of the household names right now out of AEW. But he chose to go off and do MLW and new uh, uh, NWA and all of that stuff. And because he wanted he wanted the freedom of that, and that's fine, right? He chose chose that. Um, I'm I'm gonna go through a few honorable mentions though that that are gonna be free agents. If I ha- if we were doing a fifty pick uh, thing, would definitely easily be on thing. Eddie Edwards would have been next for me. <laughs> like yeah, that's... Eddie Edwards. Um, I I one hundred percent would have put Danhausen somewhere on my list. Um, yeah, I, pretty I easy love... to say Brian Cage. Oh, yep, Brian Cage. Um. Uh, we've got um, Danhausen's hilarious when he asked Swoggle to be his partner. Mm-hmm. I about died in the bathroom. He's like, "Oh, okay, thank you." <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah, he's he absolutely. And and the thing is, wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's so weird. I can understand why uh, some of the majors don't give him a lot of a run, because he's 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 in the same ra- realm. He's Tiny weirdness. Tim meets professional wrestling. Yeah. Well, is really he, what he is. He's, he's... If people had a hard time with Orange Cassidy, they're going to have a hard time with Dan Thompson. Oh, absolutely. Right? Um, absolutely. But, but definitely was at least worth thinking about. Um... 
another one that was going to be on my list, but it just didn't make it is uh, uh, Jacob Fatu. Um, he's the current uh, MLW champion, I think. Um, you know, a member of an actual member of the bloodline. Yep. Even though he's not on that show. Uh-huh. Um, I definitely, definitely would have put. Um, I just had his name, and then I, I scrolled and moved away from it. Um, uh, Leo Rush would definitely have been oh, on yeah. my thing. I I probably would have given Alexander Hammerstone a shot on my list if it was longer. Um, there's a name that didn't make it on either of our lists, but probably would have eventually been on one of our lists. Uh, a Braun Strowman. Sure. Yeah, it, there was there was several times where I was tempted, and I was like, "Well, there's no way he's taking him." Okay. <laughs> he he wasn't going to fit my. There was thing. no way he was going to be in my top twenty-five either. Mm-hmm. He fits my brand better than your brand. Yeah, um, uh, Joey Janela definitely would have been if I had top fifty. He would have been on my pick. Oh, I think sure. I think Joey Janela has been massively underutilized in AEW. Um. I just don't think they they've figured out what to use him for. Um, there's a lot of AAA like Bandito or uh, El Quijo del Vikingo that definitely could be on it. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. definitely could be somewhere on on one of our lists. Uh, Andrade, yeah, Malachi Andrade Black. didn't make our list. Malachi Black didn't make our list, uh, and and really should have. Those are draw, you know, draw names that probably should have been on our list, but but, but we also wanted to build the future, and 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 as <laughs> podcasters have more exposure than a lot of other people do too. Uh, uh, Kazarian didn't make it on either of our lists, but probably you know have. I I would call Kazarian has been. I hate to say that, and and I know I'm going to catch some heat, but I feel like Kazarian's a has been. I, I feel like he's on his way down, but I think he's got draw power still, at least some, right? So, um, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson didn't make it on e- either of our lists. Um, really I, easy, really easy tag team to throw on just about anywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kenta didn't make it on either of our lists. Ichiro Suzuki. Uh-huh. Um... I'm, I'm scrolling down the PWO 500 just to see uh, names. Eddie uh, Kingston. Uh, Saban didn't make it on our list, and and as uh, in conjunction, um, I, I really, I, if if there was a 26 Motor City Machine Gun, Motor City Machine Gun, yeah, no j- I'm putting you back together. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, just scrolling down, you know, some of these here. I mean, neither of us picked Matt Hardy. Um, from a draw power, from a draw power, he at least probably deserves to be on something. But uh, from a wrestling, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Flip Gordon definitely would have been probably somewhere. Oh yeah, there, uh, yeah, at some place. Um, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, Callahan. Yeah, definitely. Um, if only, if only for a feud for feud power. I mean, dude can dude can suck you into a feud about um, who gets the second pop tart in, in a package. Yeah. Like so, so he, here's the name that I said earlier that I really wanted to put on my list, but I knew I couldn't put very high. 
um, and shouldn't have put very high and didn't end up making it on my list, by the way. Heath. I, Heath Slater. I, I think he's yeah. vastly underrated. I think he's got a lot more potential than he's ever been allowed to show. So, oh, absolutely, um, absolutely, uh, and and it would. I mean, he fits really well with Cardona. Cardona just has more of an internet presence. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Crazy Steve didn't make it on my list. That's a really good one. Prob- probably could have uh, been a list. Uh, Jack Evans and Angelico and Helico, however you want to pronounce it. It's Helico. Um, yeah. Uh, a, 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 a name that definitely would have been in our top 50 uh, would have been uh, the the Martin brothers, um, Darius and Dante Martin. I can't remember what yeah. they're calling them right now. Well, and, and we could have used, I mean, we already mentioned that we didn't take Magnus or Nick Aldis. We weren't taking high-level NWA because NWA is still to this day is still fifth. Sixth of the of the high end indies, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, definitely falls behind ROH. Definitely falls behind uh, AEW. Definitely falls behind Impact. Probably falls behind AAA. Uh, definitely falls behind New Japan. Um, Matt Seidel definitely could have been. Oh yeah. Elton Castle, a former Ring of Honor world champion, definitely belonged on, on a list somewhere. Um, but in the end, again, we only had 25 picks. We had to be a little selective. And yeah, we may have, and by we, I mean me, wasted some picks on Silver and Reynolds. Um, and, you know, arguably EC3. I just think he's he's got a lot of... Um, potential star power uh well i think i mean i wasted a pick on jericho in terms of long term but Mm -hmm. that's an immediate viewership Mm -hmm. you know same with cm punk cm punk's probably got six seven years here yeah if even realistically you know Um, um And yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of picks that we could have done. If we'd have had 50, we would have continued on going and eventually got most of these people in. But in the end, again, there's there's PWO 500. And even at 50 picks, we were choosing one-fifth of them maximum. You know what I mean? Each. Yeah. Or yeah, no, total. Total, total yeah. You know? Um, and so. Um, so, Yeah. That is our uh, realistic draft. Realistic draft. Uh, and there still would be a lot of free agents and, and these companies. And, you know, we could still have the forbidden door open and have cross promotions going on and all of that stuff. So effectively, us splitting up the elite on two different brands still could have the elite appear on either brand if we really wanted would- would do exactly what's what's being done right now. I mean, you know what wouldn't have happened if we'd have gone to fifty? Brandon Cutler would not have made either roster. Mostly, I mean, here's the he Nakazawa might have. Brandon's Brandon Cutler finding his groove for what he needs to be, but frankly, I probably would have chosen Peter Avalon over him. Um, <laughs> oh, that's uh, fun. Uh, I'd have chosen GPA over him. Yeah, most likely. In a heartbeat. 
Christian Cage still available? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, wait, when you uh, talk about that in terms of drop hour, we have Christian Cage still available. We have uh, Mark Henry and White still available, and neither of those are going to be like full time wrestler, but those are drop hour names theoretically. But I mean, by that standard, we literally left one of those two promotions primary champion off of it. Okay. Which is mind-boggling. He's a good hand, though, you know? Mm-hmm. And if he's pissed off that I just called him a good hand, come on the podcast and show me what's up, bud. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, go ahead and sound off and let us know what you think we messed up and, and who you would have had in your top 25 um, that we didn't choose. So We're going to go ahead and move on out of that and move on to our other game go ahead and move that and our other game I know you're challenging me first so yep I'm challenging you first um so AEW Ring of Honor or Impact is our game this is the one where we challenge each other with three current WWE wrestlers and say hey uh what of those other promotions would you put them at um and what I am going to do is I'm going to choose three names off of the free agent list that did not get chosen to go to either Raw or SmackDown. Do it. So Do it. Do it. How mean do Sorry. I be? Do it. Um, Brock Goldberg. That, the, if I just... If I decided to be mean, Brockenberg would have been my top two. I would have, if I decided to be mean, I would have gone Brock, Goldberg, and Eva Marie. Um, <laughs> that would be brutal. Oh my God. But I, I decided retirement, to. Retirement and go murder people in yeah. <laughs> UFC. <laughs> you say, can we change this to FMK instead? Because. At least one of those. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot easier to do. Yeah. I and in fact I, I'll answer the FMK. The <laughs> F would be Eva Marie, the M would be Brock for protection, and the K would be Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so um I'm gonna be nicer. <laughs> it's still not gonna be fun, but I'm gonna be nicer. Um AEW Ring of Honor Impact. Your challenges are Titus O'Neil. Elias and Lacey Evans, even though she's out with the baby. Prager's. All right. Um, Sorry, I went outside and uh, I, I, as you know, and a lot of other people on our, that listen to us know, I live in the middle of nowhere and I smell the skunk probably a mile or so away, um, but I needed to turn on a light to make sure he didn't pursue this direction. <laughs> so, um, sorry. Uh, I also smell a skunk in this challenge. Um because it's going to make me sound like a terrible human being 
but I'm going to go with where they should actually end up. Elias is a gimmick wrestler, and uh, he can play a great gimmick. Um, AEW is not made for gimmicks. So um, I say that, but of course they have Orange Cassidy. So I am, I am kind of effing myself over with that statement. Um, Lacey Evans is is um, better than Smarks gives her credit for. So she's going to AEW. Um, Elias will go to Impact as he can grab onto a gimmick and do whatever he wants. And this means that um, Titus O'Neil is going to do a good Titus Worldwide at ROH, and anytime they go somewhere, he's going to get sponsorship from small local company. Jim's Transmissions. <laughs> so, to um, ju- just for, for information's sake, if I'd have gone with my first instinct and had been Tito O'Neill, um, Elias, and Eva Marie, how would it have changed your... Uh, Eva Marie would have retired... <laughs> she would have gone to ROH. Um, seems like anybody who goes through ROH learns how to wrestle pretty good. So, um, and I hate to say it, um, I love that Titus gimmick that you and I have created, and other P- and WWE just simply will not use. Um, I think if Brock Lesnar is allowed to have Jimmy Johns on his short shorts, by God, Titus Worldwide should be allowed to have local sponsors. I just think it's a brilliant idea, and I think AEW could use that. Okay. But I just I, I feel like Lacey Evans is a better push for, for AEW. Okay. And I think Elias is pigeonholed to to um goofy gimmicks. I hate saying that because he's a really talented performer. But I typecast him. What's up, bitch? Got a problem with it? Come on the podcast. Talk to me about it. <laughs> so who do you got to challenge me? Um, okay. So um, since it has to be WWE, it doesn't really have to be, though. And um, we did talk a little bit about internet personalities. Are you okay with me just doing one that's uh, not necessarily at any of those companies? No. Well, yeah, it would. So I'll just stick with WWE. Um, We're going to do recently misused WWE wrestlers. We're going to use Bearcat, Carrying Cross, and the the curveball here is Dewdrop because she is heavily misused until maybe now. Okay. Can we change her name back to Viper Piper Niven, or just well, Piper yeah. Niven? She's going to have to be the Viper because when she leaves WWE, they're not going to let her take Dewdrop with her, and that's fine. She's going to be like, fine, deuces. Thanks for the shitty name. Yeah. Um. This is tough, 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 tough. Yeah, because these are all actually good ones. Yeah. 
That's right. I said a long time ago, the the method to my madness always is either three wrestlers bad or three good. Bad or bad or three wrestlers that are really good. Because uh, either three way liked or disliked. Mm-hmm. E- either way is tough. If you put if you put one that you really like and two you don't like in there, then the answers are really easy for the you know what I mean. Yeah, like your choices are Adam Cole, um, and then um, Eva Marie, Eva Marie, and Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, okay, yep, I know this answer. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> um, uh, exactly, and so. Um, God, I wish they would do that Titus Worldwide gimmick. While you're thinking, I'm just going to give people the rundown of what we really thought. And it, this actually occurred when he had Apollo with him. Um, we we truly thought if if this is if he's the guy who helps them make money, then obviously he's got to find a way to make them more money than WWE is giving them. And so, you know, one of the ways that Brock Lesnar is allowed to make more money than anybody else is that he has sponsors on his shorts. And so we thought, what a great thing to have, you know, a henna tattoo on Dana Brooke that day that says um, Jim's Transmissions of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Visit Jim's Transmissions for all your transmission needs and get an actual company. Just be like, hey, we're going to give you worldwide advertising um, today. <laughs> and that's it. I just think it would work really, really well. Get real companies. Don't actually charge them. Or if you want to charge them, charge them five bucks. You know? So, I feel like I feel like every other time that Keith Lee has been on this, I put him in AEW. Um, I don't think it happens this time. But, yeah, I don't think it does this time. Uh, for a couple reasons. A, I, I just don't want to be that guy who's always like, Keith Lee to AEW. I, I think Keith Lee could go any of those places and thrive uh, as long as they allowed him to. Um, so I think in this case, Carrion Cross to AEW. As? That's Killer Cross. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this Carrion shit. Make him a killer. Um, Vulture. <laughs> Vulture Impaler. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. <laughs> Dewdrop, aka Piper Niven, to Impact. Ooh! I didn't see that coming. They they've got the most developed women's division, and let's be honest. Uh, Piper Niven versus Jordan Grace match would be fire. Um, or Deanna Perrazzo. Or, <laughs> or Deanna Perrazzo. I mean, yeah, they all would be, but but how, I mean, how much fun would Piper Niven and Rosemary? Fantastic. Piper Niven, DK? Wonderful. But, so that leaves Keith Lee to Ring of Honor. Maybe not the absolute best fit for him, but again, I think he could go any of those places and thrive as long as they allowed him to. Oh, I mean, I think, I think you imagine, uh, 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 oh, is it, is it Joey? Their, their champion, Joey, uh, 
That's not yeah. Joey. Anyway. Current champion? Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. Because it was Rush, but... Yeah. You could go at Jonathan Gresham. Would be gold there. Yeah. He was their pure champion. Mm-hmm. You imagine Keith Lee versus Jonathan Gresham. Um, that match is is just all over the place. It's it's Bandito's their current champion. Um, Dragon Lee's of. their television champion. Josh Woods their pure champion. That's who I was thinking of. Josh Woods. Yeah, he's the one who beat. Um, so I, to be perfectly honest, that decision was mostly made by by the women's division. Uh, now, when new women of honor really rolls out, uh-huh. they finish their tournament. Roxy is their new champion. Uh, however, uh, their their division still is relatively. I don't want. To, I, I'm trying to choose my words here because I don't want to say anything like weak or light because it's not. They've got some some good wrestlers or at least good relatively women wrestlers. aged. Well, th- there's a little bit of age and then there's a lot of youth. Like Roxy is, if I'm correct, she's only like 20. Um, let's see what Wikipedia says. Um, <laughs> 19. Um, so she she's. I haven't seen her wrestle, so I I can't say that she's great or not. She's obviously good enough that Ring of Honor decided to make her their inaugural Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, Mandy Leone, Angelina Love uh, are, are all wrestlers that have been around for a while. Um, you've got... Um, uh, Miranda Alizé, who's wrestled, uh, I believe, on AEW Dark a few times, but also was, I believe, in one of the one of the um, uh, um, um, women's tournaments on NXT. Uh, Trisha Dora definitely was on uh, AEW Dark. Allison Kay, uh, who has been in NWA for a while. Um, Alex Gracia, Gracia has been on dark a few times but these are all relatively young up and comers holy dead um was there and so they've they've got a lot of talent but they're really young uh on one side and then some established veterans and they don't have a whole lot in the middle there of like current power out and it's it's something that kind of AEW struggled with probably for the first year um, it's probably why a lot of people thought AEW's women's division was so poor in the first year, is because it had a whole lot of up-and-comers. It had Bakers, it had the Chris Statlanders and the Hikaru Shidas right from the beginning. But it didn't... And then it had some some veterans in it, like the Aja Kongs and, and um, Awesome, awesome Kongs Kong. and st- stuff like that. But it didn't have a lot of established current, you know, and yeah. I think that's what Ring of Honor's uh, division is kind of going to struggle with for a bit. I, I I do feel like the the downside to Ring of Honor is they don't do they play nice with the indies. Yes, mm-hmm. very very nice with the indies. 
But what they're not doing that Impact and AEW have done is play nice with each other. Mm-hmm. And and we aren't seeing a lot of that. And and um, I'd like to see them do that, especially with Impact. Um, I think that I think a I don't think AEW sees any value to ROH. Um, but ROH certainly um, Impact would have some value to ROH. Um, ROH would have some some value to Impact. Um, and and I believe that that the likes of NWA could be really good value to ROH because it gives them more television time for NWA and ROH gets established wrestlers like like Mickey James or or Nick Aldis or you know even Scott I, Steiner's on NWA. I, yeah, I would I would probably argue that that I think I think AEW probably does value in Ring of Honor. However, there's one thing that AEW has been doing with their partnership with Impact um, that I I think I think this probably falls on on Ring of Honor opting out of this, and that uh, having the Ring of Honor champion or championship on another program, and I think Ring of Honor is probably what's holding that back. Yeah, um, and that could be. Because uh, here's the deal, NWA had no problem with their women's champion appearing on True uh, AEW, right? True. They had no problem with allowing an AEW wrestler to be their women's champion for a period of time. Yeah, uh, M- Impact had no problem with letting their top championship, their world champion, be an AEW wrestler for a while. And they have no problem with their tag team champions appearing on AEW on a regular basis. Correct. Um, I, I I cannot help but feel that MLW and Ring of Honor probably want their guys um, to be their guys. Want their guys to be their guys and want their belts to stay on their shows. Right. And I think that's part of the problem there. Because um, here's the uh, we talk about Ring of Honor. Major League Wrestling has the same thing. They've got uh, a heck of a roster that uh, could enjoy some exposure. Um, and and they don't have the exposure mostly because they. I think they feel like they have to be. On thing, but like yeah, Jacob and, Batu, and, who, who I mentioned there, he's their current champion. And um, and for MLW is a really good example here because for MLW, what's the the harm in putting your MLW championship on a guy who's gotten exposure from post leaving you guys and going to uh, to AEW? Um, it would put a belt on him and MJF you know, bringing some serious heel credibility to the MLW MLW promotion. The, the only thing that I can think of is MLW was MJF's home before he came to AEW. That's what I'm saying. And like, I, wor- I worry that that's the reason this hasn't happened, is that MLW still has some sourness because of that. Um, however, I, I will point out that 
there may be an opening with MLW this week. Um, and so maybe something has changed. Maybe things have gotten better between them. I don't know. Um, but I'm on MLW's website right now. And the, the sixth game on their, on their roster, um, probably uh, by alphabet. Uh, well, they're not. Nope, they're not even alphabetized. So the sixth name, top of the list, is Bobby Fish, um, who must be a recent signee to them. I don't know whether he's got like a long-term contract or a per-appearance deal or whatever with them or what. But I do know he is set to wrestle Sammy Guevara on Dynamite yep. this week, right? So maybe they've worked something out there. But but let's talk a little bit about. Uh, This hasn't even been updated yet, has it? No, it has not. Um, let's talk a little bit about MLW roster and how how much the exposure of showing up on AEW could help them, right? I mean, not only Bobby have... Fish could easily be a de facto member of the elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's the So Bobby Fish showing up. Uh, King Muertes um, would make great... Crossover, do some feuds yeah. with the Lucha Bros or whatever. Yeah, uh, Davy Richards uh, definitely could get some stuff. Uh, and you want to talk? I mean, the the bottom line is Penta can make anybody look good. Yep, their uh, current heavyweight champion is uh, Jacob Fatu. Mm-hmm. Uh, having him show up, I mean, seriously, having him show up and uh, saying to to uh, Omega, "You say you're the belt collector, but you never got my belt." And you've never held it. Never held it. Yeah. Ever. You know, uh, Alex Hammerstone, I mentioned before, I think is uh, a future star. Their current middleweight champion is Tajiri, who has some, uh, a certain amount of recognition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and have him, have him be DQ'd in a match with uh, Sammy Guevara. Because he left the spider on for too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Or the tarantula, um, sorry, tarantula. Yeah. You've got Matt Cross, who I think is phenomenal. Um, could show up. You've got um uh, trying to think of, of, of some of the great ones. Uh I feel like the New Japan crossover is leading to Osprey versus Omega. I I I, I think there's so much, but in fact, if AEW could benefit from any one wrestler or any one promotion carrying their title to a different brand, Osprey carrying the Impact Championship to Japan and then losing it back to the US that does not devalue Adam Page's eventual win. Or back to AEW. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm I'm going over to NWA. Look at their roster cuz it sure would be nice if we got a, at least a few more NWA uh appearances they don't even have a roster page do they see and i think i think that crossover that's nick aldis christian cage all day long i really think that is 
That's the match. I'd rather see Nick Aldis Christian Cage versus Nick Aldis uh, Omega. I, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mark out for Nick Aldis versus Omega, but I would for Christian Cage. Their styles work. There we go. Uh, so, Nick Aldis, of course. Um, Damian Sandow is technically on there. <sighs> It sucks. Okay. I'll invent a different. Oh, maybe we found NWA's problem. Well, the thing is, it wasn't NWA's website. It was a different website because NWA doesn't have a roster page on their website. Because technically, they're all the indies under one roof. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they do uh, rely heavily on the indies. Um, but. Chris Adonis would be a good one to show up. The uh, Pope Homicide, Homicide actually Pope, did uh, show up. Yeah, Pope would like, be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Matt Cross, who also is in MLW, um, so having him show up. Um, you know, even Tim Storm, even though he's mostly just a commentator right now. Uh, wouldn't be a bad choice to swing over. Um, we mentioned Allison K, uh, Mickey James, technically, you know, Taryn yeah. Terrell, uh, Melina, you know, they've they've got a lot of good. So this crossover there, but I I really would like to see MLW lean into it a little bit more. Um, I, I I think I think crossover is is legitimately what's starting to to cause serious doubt in the WWE product. I, I do think, I think it is. And I think uh, both Ring of Honor and MLW um, leaning into it would, would only help them as well as help AEW. Yeah. Right. Uh, it it I, lends legitimacy to them and it lends legitimacy to AEW that this is the, because they will take on all comers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, um, this is not really the place to have the end up because this is our fantasy booking show, but uh, I did want to bring up what I think could be a brilliant piece of of um, mirror booking for AEW. Um, we mentioned the Sammy Guevara versus uh, Bobby Fish match that has been already announced and confirmed for um, AEW this week, to, today, now, because it's after midnight. Um and I mean, it's been confirmed. It's not been on road to dynamite. All of that stuff. The promos are all out, so it's happening. Um, if AEW is smart, and I do think they are smart, uh, this is the two-year anniversary show. Technically, yesterday was the two-year anniversary of AEW's first dynamite. But this is the two-year anniversary. But this show. Be the show. For the two-year anniversary show, one hundred and four so, weeks later. Yep. Um, who wrestled the very first match on AEW Dynamite? Was it Guevara? Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes was the okay. first match on AEW Dynamite ever. How fitting would it be? If the first match on the two-year anniversary show 
with Sammy Guevara defending the TNT title against Bobby Fish. I think that's a great mirror booking there to kind of give a nod to the past, which AEW loves to do, nods to their own past, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it starts off with an absolute fire match because both of those people can put on great matches. Great matches. So started off with a fire match for the AEW, for the TNT title, um, which didn't exist at the time of the first dynamite that didn't come along until later um with one of the wrestlers from the first one i think that i think that chef's kitch booking there um sure i also saw something that was really interesting um to think that um what was it? it was adam cole main evented the first nxt um, that went head to head with Dynamite. So having him main event in the first in the two year anniversary Dynamite um, would also be pretty fitting. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Because he's no longer with. Because remember, NXT had two weeks. Two weeks was it? Two weeks or three weeks? I think it was two weeks, but it might have been three weeks of unopposed. On Wednesday before yes. Dynamite yes. debuted, yeah, um, might have been even more than might have been four weeks. Anyways, but I I think those those two things happening now there isn't an Adam Cole match officially announced, um, but uh, I think they hinted at what should happen this week when they had um. Brian Danielson put Adam Cole in the LaBelle lock and Jungle Boy put one of the I think it was Matt. I think it was Matt in the snare trap. Snare trap um at the end of Rampage this week. Um it also and- gives you the the feud that Adam Cole did during the crossover with NXT to the main roster mm-hmm. in an attempt to pump up NXT against AEW. Yep. Um, and that, and that's the deal is, is, I mean, the simple fact is they're obviously playing this game where Brian Danielson is going to have to beat every member of the elite to finally get his shot at Omega again, his, his rematch that we know is coming is they're going to play this out. Right. So um, Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson in the main event would be a hell of a match. I think they're probably going to hold that one off till later. They'll give Adam Cole a couple more wins over other people before they do that. So it'll probably be Adam Cole versus someone else or Brian Danielson versus Matt Jackson or Brian Danielson versus Brandon Cutler, where he just, just stretches him out all match it's a five minute match of nothing but brandon cutler screaming through his mask yeah through his mask Ah! Ah! anyways you can even have him break the mask with the with the running knees Mm -hmm. my no no anyways uh that is gonna bring us to the end of this because we've gone almost two and a half hours and we're both tired and got to go to bed because we both got work in the morning. Yeah. 
So we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for this evening. Do make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can uh, click the little like button below us if you're watching the live stream or if you're watching one of the replays. Like it and share it um, and subscribe to the podcast um, on whatever. If you aren't following us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us there. Even if you're not going to use it, don't you don't have to turn on notifications over there. But it helps our channel a lot if you get that subscribe on YouTube. Uh, same on Facebook. Follow us out there. Follow us on social media at Ron Order WBU or at Pissant Podcast on Facebook. Um, because for some reason or other, it wouldn't let me do at Ron Order WBU. It's know. probably it probably thinks we're stealing something. No, but we're um, not. I I have a I have a suspicion. I have a suspicion that it forgot I chose that before. And uh, because it, it said I didn't have an at Ron, uh, you know, an at for my Facebook. And I was like, okay, I'll do at Ron Order WBU. And it says, that's already taken. And I'm thinking that when I set up the Ron Order WBU Facebook page, it allowed me to choose it and then forgot that. So it marked it as taken and then didn't have it. So, it. Uh, but that's fine. We're the at Pissant podcast on facebook so uh but like share and subscribe follow us on those social medias follow me on any of the social media at ron or wbu that's tiktok uh twitter uh instagram facebook you know you can follow me there all those things great places you can follow da fabe at da vincent k fabe uh-huh. he's gonna tweet occasionally so it's worth a follow um and, and go to not and just light me up for saying that Cody Rhodes shouldn't be on any roster. You can say that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, head over to my Twitter and answer the cereal poll. I know it's not wrestling related, but I need some answers on that. We've got a debate here. Um, Yellow Cheerios. You can find the link to all of our social media and the Patreon and the merch store in the doobly-doos. Merch store where you can get the Piss Ant Podcast hat or the Raw and Order WBU Academy shirt or the signature shirt that's behind me on the wall there uh, that allows um, you to get your signatures at a wrestling event. I know you're probably sick of us saying this, but that signature shirt was an absolute hit with the wrestlers. They really loved was. signing it. They loved the idea of it. They loved everything. And uh, so, so much so that Zello Pro took it and just posted it. Yeah. So if you're going to an event, get the shirt, order it, have them sign it. You have all of the signatures in one place. Wonderful souvenir for it. I Um, promise you're not going to make us billionaires off of it. And if you do, yeah, we'll just we'll just we'll just bring you content more often. Exactly. I'll I'll live stream twenty four seven if I'm a billionaire, man. I'll fuck yeah. You'll you'll get I, tired of this I, face. Probably already I, tired. Of this face. I I won't live stream twenty four seven. All the more reason to make us billionaires if he's promising not to live stream twenty four seven. In in fact, just like I don't fact, tweet twenty four seven. If if you don't make us billionaires, I'll make him live stream twenty four seven. You use it as a threat. Anyway, I'll see if that works. Um, but 
we're going to go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. I uh, hope you enjoyed what you heard slash saw. Please join us on the live stream, or you can find it uh, any place you listen to podcasts or YouTube and Facebook on the replay. But thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.